0: Hey, if you like what you hear today on our Splitting Hairs podcast episode and you'd like to hear more content from us, please visit our Patreon page, patreon.com slash splitting hairs and become a member. And by becoming a member, you'll receive very exclusive benefits. How about that, Max? That's cool. All right. Welcome back to Splitting Hairs with Max and Nikki. As usual, I'm Max and I'm Nikki and together we're Max and Nikki. On today's episode, we'll be discussing vegetables. Mm, vegetables. What's our favorite vegetables or vegetable? Yeah, we're going to talk about all sorts we, of vegetables. We previously had discussed fruits and we thought Hey, why not do an episode on vegetables? Actually, I thought of that, and I told Max, and Max said, Now Now you're you're using using your noggin, noggin, Nikki." They don't call me Nick Noggin for nothing. That's true. They don't call me Nick Noggin for nothing. How about that alliteration for you? Um, Anyway, we've got a good discussion on vegetables coming up for you, but before we do that, Uh, We've got some station business for you, you Station business, dun-dun-dun, station business. Uh, (laughs) We've got a few things to mention. First and foremost, um, we have our solo two-man show coming up on- Our solo two-man show. Uh, That's right. It's called Max and Nikki, a 60s variety show, and that's going to be happening on Wednesday, October 6th. Uh, 2021 at Union Hall in Brooklyn and you can get your tickets now it's up on the Union Hall website, website unionhallny.com Union just scroll down to you scroll the, down to the October mm, 6th and at 7:30 and you'll see uh, the, the show that you're supposed to buy tickets to for buy. and if you're interested it's going to be a lot of fun we're going to be doing some comedy bits we're going to do some heartfelt songs we're do choreography, do some choreography some whistling whistling show some videos some videos it's going to be an all out variety blowout session you know and so it's going to be a lot of fun um, what else we got going we've got the uh, we four have year, the 4 year anniversary of uh, vintage, vintage basement, basement with, with max and, max and nikki. nikki live and uh, it's our and it, first, first in person show, show back after live streaming vintage basement for the, the past quarantine. year and a half or yeah. so and boy that's going to be exciting we got some Real heavy hitters on it. We got some real heavy hitters on it. We got Mark Norman. We got Sydney Washington. And we got Rob Cantrell. And we have a very special guest on as well. mm -hmm. And you can currently buy tickets for that at At frigid.nyc. That's Um, right. Just go to the calendar on that. Um, Or you can just go to our website, maxandnicky.com. Is that on there? Yeah. yeah. Well, you go to maxandnicky.com slash vintage basement. MaxAnickey.com slash vintage dash basement. And you just click on the appropriate link that's there and it'll take you to where you can buy tickets for that. Or you can just go to maxandnickey.com. And and then hit the vintage basement. Hit the vintage basement tab. And anyway, uh, that'll be a very fun lineup. That's going to be on Monday, September 20th at the Crane Theater in the East Village of Manhattan. We normally, for those of you who have been regulars at Vintage Basement in the past. We normally have it at under St. Mark's Theater, um, but that is being... Uh, it's under construction right now because there was a fire above them and there's some water damage. Um, so we'll be so back in that space we'll be, maybe in, in October. Maybe De- in most October, Definitely, by, definitely November. by November. But until then, but we're until at the, the Crane Theater. This, their sister theater is the Crane Theater, which is a little bit of a bigger theater. Um, and it'll be a lot of fun. Get your tickets now while you still can. And, uh, um, and great just, lineup and... We're excited. And just a heads up, uh, vaccination is required, proof of vaccination is required to attend the show. Actually, both shows we just mentioned, proof of vaccination is required to enter the the venues. Um, And also, um, I believe um, one should bring a mask too for the Crane Theater for sure on that one. Um, And uh, last but not least, uh, we're going to be in Los Angeles next week. um, We're going to be there for... Maybe a week and a half, and um, but bring a mask for both. You know, just uh, you know, we're to be Be safe. Okay, we're going to be in Los Angeles from September sixth through. What is that flying around? Is there something flying around? Okay, well, we're going to be in Los Angeles from September sixth to the fourteenth, and uh, we're going to be doing a few shows there. We're going to be doing um, something called Better Half Comedy. Um, I think it's like a backyard kind of show. It's very popular, and so it'll Is be- Is that true? Yeah. Um, so that'll be a lot of fun. We're also doing- And that'll be on Monday, September- That'll be on September 6th, actually, the night of September 6th. September. And then we're going to be doing a show at Dynasty, Dynasty Typewriter, Typewriter, Dynasty Tonight. That'll be on Saturday, September 11th. And then, finally, we're going to do a show at The Improv in Hollywood, California- um, it'll be the main room. It'll be on at 7.30 p.m. on September 12th. And so that should be a lot of fun. Doing a few shows, catch us at one of them, catch us on as, at all of them. Whatever you feel like doing, we, we'd love to see you in the audience. All right, I think we're ready to get this show started, huh? Anything else you need to mention beforehand? I don't think so. Let's just get into it. Let's Anything make... else you need to mention beforehand? That's kind of how Keanu Reeves talks now. He's like... He's sort of like this. All right, I think we're ready to move on to the meat of the show, the core of what this show is about today, vegetables. Uh, The meat byproducts of the show. Well, you know- We're going to get to the meat of the show, vegetables. Right. So um, I should preface by saying that, unfortunately, most of the vegetables I I love to eat, I cannot eat right now. Um, My diet is very limited right now um it's it's really it's hard to deal with i'm i'm trying to get to the meat and the root of that problem but right now i'm just on a very strict diet of just eating basically meat and and lettuce and sometimes pistachios can i ask a question what do i care you don't care about my problems? I'm that have been affecting me I'm, I'm having joking. allergic type reactions to almost everything I eat. I'm it's really joking. a serious problem and it's hard to no, do. I'm it. saying what I'm saying is is it necessary to tell the podcast this stuff? Maybe not, but maybe That's people will be I'm- interested and in. maybe I can help people learn, maybe they deal with the same kind of problems and they can learn and then we can through experience my journey. together. Experience maybe you guys can you can have a support group. Sure. Maybe this whole podcast, maybe the whole reason we started this in the first place was to create a, f- a support group. Um. Anyway, Max, what's your favorite vegetable? Well, I, not, let's see. Let's think about it. I actually haven't done a whole lot of thinking about it since you mentioned it. Oh, well, you want to ask me because I have. Okay, Nikki, what's your favorite vegetable? I got oh, to but- say... Did- Da 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 da, my vegetables. That, that's a Beach Boys song. It's really good. Well, yes, but it was re released by Brian Wilson on his album Smile, which came out in 2004. Um, well, this, the, it originally appeared on Smiley Smile, um, which came out after the abandoned project that Brian Wilson had really wanted, uh, That excuse me. That the Beach Boys originally wanted. <laughs> Why is that funny? I just I had a, uh, anyway. Um, the Beach Boys originally wanted to release not the Beach no, Boys. Brian Willison really originally wanted the Beach Boys to release an album called Smile, which was going to be a, another concept album like after, Pet Sounds. Like Pet Sounds, but uh, I guess it just it just was stuck in production hell, and well, also uh, the other Beach Boys were not for the the topics experimentation of experimentation in but not lyrics just and stuff not just and- that i mean i think what pushed it over the edge was um pet sounds i guess apparently didn't sell as well in america and so they were like okay right. and so mike love was like all right let's you happy let's get back to what we do best and Mike Love. Mike what a, Love. Uh, he's just... He's just he's, uh, no good. He's not a likable guy. He's he didn't not. know what he was doing. He didn't realize the genius of pet sounds until people started praising it years later, you know? Right, right. Even though it was a big hit in, in England at the time, you know? Well, you know just the to Brits give you an idea, really loved it. Just to it. give you an idea what they were, how ridiculous... I mean, they all were really... I mean, look, Brian Wilson was also dissatisfied with the, the sales in America. But guess what that, that meant, the dissatisfaction for them? Being number 10 on the Billboard charts, something like that. It's not like they were doing horribly or anything. Right, It's uh, it's, it's just <laughs> like, it's all relative, you know? It's just ridiculous, I mean. I mean, you know, at they, least Brian Wilson can safely say that people do realize the genius of Pet Sounds now um, which is and it didn't take very long for people to realize the genius of Pet no, Sounds no I mean Paul McCartney has been on record as saying that God Only God Knows, only his knows is song. his favorite song of all time uh, but anyway <laughs> I saw an, an interview with Paul McCartney with um, what's his name uh, Ron, Ron, Ron Ronnie Wood oh Ronnie Wood from Rolling Stones and he's like so <laughs> he's like Ronnie Wood's like so what would your favourite song have to be, I guess? And he's like, no, he, he's like it'd be no, like... you got to do like, Ronnie no. Wood is more like, say, so what would be your favourite <laughs> song? Say, what would be your, your favourite yeah. song, Paul? And he's like, I'd probably, have to, I'd probably have to say, I'd probably have to say uh, God Only Knows. And he's like, and then Ronnie Wood's like... i he's like, I'd probably have to say... God only knows, and then Ronnie Woods like he's like, probably have to oh from them. pet sounds <laughs> <laughs> oh from pet sounds oh from pet sounds, and he's it's like, so and then Paul McCartney's like right from pet sounds, and I'm like the they the the words they choose to emphasize in England. Sometimes it sounds funny because we say pet sounds, we we give equal emphasis to both words, and I think that kind of sums up the neutral American accent is very almost sometimes robotic. It's very, um, there's not as much cadence. Whereas whereas like, especially with an English accent. pet is a little more emphasized. Pet sounds. The reason I would emphasize pet pet over sounds sounds is because pet pet would be more the operative word in there. You know, it's like, what kind of sounds? Pet sounds. Pet sounds. Pet sounds. Um, But anyway, it's always, I don't know if you've ever seen those interviews that ron wood or ronnie wood uh, conducts he it's just compared to paul mccartney it's just like i mean i hate to say it, it just seems like well who took better care of themselves <laughs> throughout the years it seems like paul mccartney has i mean it's just interesting. ronnie wood you know he was in a group called faces with um what's his face you know with um, with um you know do you think i'm sexy do you think I'm sexy? Um, what is his name? Uh, <laughs> um, God, God, why am I, I just I not even thinking? On this. Uh, I know. You know um, it's. Um, uh, uh, you know it's. Uh, uh, well, let's go through the alphabet. A B C. <laughs> uh oh, hold D, on. E, F, G H. All oh, right, Rod Stewart. See, it does help go to go through the alphabet when you when, when you forget when you just blank on something that is so common knowledge. And you're like, why can't I think of the name right now? Like the other day, somebody asked me um, what the name of somebody I knew very well was, and I could not think of the name for for some reason. And I don't know what it was. I mean, could something be ha- happening to me? I hope not. But no. sometimes it just happens. You've got a lot of information to process at one time sometimes. And so some, something that's so such common knowledge, it it goes to the recesses of your brain and what helps oh, me, dang. a good trick is to just go through the alphabet and by the time you reach the letter that starts the, the name that you're trying to think of, you'll think of that name. Yeah. Um, Helping, it, ha- it, it works almost, I would say, 90% of the time. I do that. And actually, apparently, it's a certain type of person that does that. I remember doing it in AP psychology. Um, we were taking like a certain personality test. This was in high school and um, it would ask questions like, it might've been, I forgot, maybe an EQ test, an IQ test or a personality test or something like that. And one of the questions was, do you go through the alphabet to try and remember something? And I'm like, yeah, I do do that. And that was one of the, I thought that was kind of an interesting thing. (laughs) Was it interesting what you just said though? Yes. Well, anyway, the, what I wanted to say was Rod Stewart and Ronnie Wood, they were in this the band Faces together in the 70s, and they looked exactly the same, except one had dark hair and one had blonde hair. I mean, it, was, it, it looked like they were twins or something. It looks kind of funny. I feel like they kind of have a funny look, too, you know? Right, but um, it is kind of funny to see that... It's of course, that- Faces, by the way, grew out of the... The band Small Faces from the sixties, but Small Faces did not include Ronnie Wood and and um, and Rod Stewart. Right. It's funny. You think that you would have remembered Rod Stewart immediately because Ronnie Wood, you know, and Rod. Rod. I mean, they also look like each other, similar hairstyles. But anyway, as we all know, Ronnie Wood went on to play with the Rolling Stones after, later on, and. It's just kind of interesting to see, like, it almost is like he's inhabited this kind of, it's almost like maybe he's influenced by Keith Richards or something like that, and his just, like, you know, mannerisms or something, or just sort of, I, I don't know how much maybe drug use they've done over the years, but he almost seems like he's in the constant, when he's doing these interviews, he almost seems like he's, you know... All right. Yeah, I don't know. I don't I don't want to bash anybody, but just funny. Well, you know, funny, it's you know. funny I was I was watching an interview with um I think it was Dan Castellaneta and Harry Shearer and they were talking about how they had uh the Rolling or they had Keith Richards and and um Mick Jagger on as guest voices of the Simpsons and they got to meet them and they said the difference between Mick Jagger and Keith Richards was like night and day and they spent a lot of time together or they have in the past and they said Mick Jagger was very quiet to himself and he just wanted to just go in a separate room by himself and do his lines. And then Keith Richards comes in and he's like really loud and like, you know, just, he's like, all right, where's the drink? Like everybody join me. Like he wanted people around him, you know? And Mm -hmm. he's like, um, so it was interesting. Anyway. Oh, Um, by the way, just, uh, you know, uh, Charlie Watts passed away recently and we just, um, uh, our condolences to... Okay, uh, <laughs> I guess uh, you know. You know, I mean, we're to obviously all, all, you know, uh, those who. Uh, sure, Charlie Watts. You know, a he started once off- by him, and, and he was actually started off as a jazz musician. You know that, and well, he he was he also was because you mentioned a quiet uh, Rolling Stone, and he was probably the most quiet of all, or was the quietest of all of them, and and also kept to himself, and and he was the most tame. They are the tamest of all of them, I guess. But you know, we're more. I mean, it's not to diminish anything about the Rolling Stones, but we are more of a Beatles kinds of fans, you know. And, well, yeah, sure, but not to say that there aren't some good Rolling Stones tunes. Sure, but I'm not. I've never been the biggest Rolling Stones fan, you know. Well, I'm not the biggest Rolling Stones fan, but I think that there's some good stuff by the Rolling Stones. Sure, but it's kind of like you got the Beatles. You got the Rolling Stones all the way down there. Well, I mean, it's not like all the way down there. It's just more like, I mean, I, you know, I'm not gonna rank them for you, but I got, you know, the Beatles. Look, when and it comes other down to it, is we Stones, place a lot more emphasis, and uh, we we, we, we care all- a lot more about strong melodies. You know, and I feel like the Rolling Stones was more about attitude, you know. Um, not to say that they don't have a few tunes that are melodic, you know, like she's a rainbow. Um, I like that song. Anyway, Charlie Watts, you know, rest in peace, Charlie Watts. Um, Right. But he was, I think um, Charlie Watts might've been the coolest out of all of them. He was always the sharpest dressed. He, uh, I think he was all often on the best dress lists, those best dress lists. And, um, but he also just seemed like, I like that he was into jazz, you know, I think that's cool. And. I think he actually opened a jazz club, too, you know? Um, and I, Anywho, rest in peace, Charlie Watts. Um, but, you know, we digress, obviously, uh, as we do on, on Splitting Hairs. Tangents, we, tangents are, are formed, formed or made. tangents are made. Uh, but let's get back to vegetables. What, what's my favorite vegetables? Because What's your favorite my vegetable? vegetable? What's my favorite vegetables? What's your favorite vegetable, Nicky? Uh, I gotta say, it's gotta be broccoli, probably. Broccoli, I love broccoli. Now, I don't care for broccoli raw. Um, the, not to be confused with broccoli rob. That, that's yeah. true. Um, but I love even just boiling it. That can make bring out the flavors of the of the broccoli, and just put a, a lightly salted, lightly salted boiled broccoli. That can be very good. But I also like broccoli. Sauteed, and you know, you, got you sa- like broccoli raw? No, I don't. Oh, oh, sorry, I wasn't paying um, attention. Actually, I was thinking about it. I don't know that I like any vegetables raw. Um, what are you talking about? I like lettuce. You know, I'd rather have some oil and salt on it. Oh, recently, guys, I've been having my salads just nothing what, on it. If we're talking about that, then I mean. I think then butter lettuce is my favorite vegetable, and because it just you can have anything with it. You know, I love butter lettuce. It's my favorite of the lettuces, um, or the lettai. No, just kidding. <laughs> um, okay, but I do really like broccoli. I also really like cauliflower. But you know, sometimes it's harder to find cauliflower that doesn't go bad fast. Um, I know this sounds boring. I guess. Oh my goodness! Let's but I do. I love. I love broccoli and love cauliflower. Broccoli. What about it? Do you here's like? Here's my ideal meal: steak, a nice juicy steak with some broccoli from steamed broccoli, steamed broccoli, and maybe sauteed a little bit in the juices of the steak. Mmm. Mm-hmm. Nice ribeye steak with some broccoli. Uh, no. Can I, can I, okay. What's my favorite vegetable? Let well, me think if there's. A, all right, what's your favorite vegetable? Well, I would have to say. I mean, I like having salads. That's one of my favorite things to have. And so, you know, uh, I think we might go with a. I love butter lettuce is very good, but also maybe a. a um, what are they called? Baby gems? Is that what that's called? Little gems. Little gems. Yeah, that's nice. I like those. Um, you know, I like spinach. You know, I used to think I like spinach, but I, I can't even have spinach right now, uh, as I talked about before. My problems. Um, there's a lot of histamine in spinach, uh, and a lot of histamine gets released when you eat spinach. But okay. spinach, I realize, it makes my teeth very um, it has ch- a chalky. Sound so there's a bitterness feeling, to it. Yeah, there's a chalky feeling after eating the spinach, and I don't like that. No, I like spinach with stuff. I love butter lettuce. Butter lettuce is very good. I butter lettuce is the better lettuce. But is it the best for you? Actually, the best for you is probably kale, sp- spinach. No, kale is definitely not the best for you. Really, kale is very good for you. It's it's not not always. Some people think it's not actually. I looked it up. It is good. No, I looked. It's not actually. It, it cannot be good sometimes. Anyway, um, I actually think that romaine lettuce might be the healthiest for you i love romaine lettuce but spinach is also very healthy um if you want those beta carotenes that spinach is for you you know and but the thing about that is you know beta carotenes that's what makes you turn a different color you know that's what's that or you know sweet potatoes and and carrots They're high in beta carotene. Carrots. Now, I was going to say carrots are another one of my favorite vegetables. Really? Oh my God, not at all. If they are sautéed or if I get a little bit of a ranch with them. Mm. Now, here's the thing, guys. That reminds me of snacks when I was younger. You don't want to overdo it with those high beta carotene vegetables. Let me tell you why. During the quarantine, I was was kind of eating a lot of sweet potato chips. Yeah, and Nikki turned yellow, orange, I was turning, my skin was turning orange. I I thought it was because I was going out in the sun a lot, and I thought I was, like, getting a tan, but it turned out I was just eating a lot of sweet potato chips. Violet. Nikki was like, because I was like, why is Nikki? Well, I I really wanted to do my best Trump Trump impression, I guess. Nikki was, like, looking tanner than me, and he's like, it's because I'm going outside more than you, and I'm like- yeah, but you look like really like, and then I, we started looking at his hands and feet and it was like looking yellow. And I was like, what are you getting yellow? They call me mellow yellow. But it was like kind of like a situation what? where it was kind of like, it's like violet, you're turning violet. Orange, you're turning orange. Meaning Nikki is a new name was going to be Nikki, orange. Nikki, you're turning Nikki. Or yellow, you're turning yellow. Nikki, are you going yellow? Are you, get, are you getting yellow on me? Are you getting yellow on me? Yellow. They That's would do they, that in the would like say the that 30s. Back in the day, yellow, you know, you would if you watch like Little Caesar, Caesar with yeah. uh, with Edward G. Robinson, he'd say something like that. Sam, you getting yellow on me? Edward G. Robinson. Well, Edward G. Robinson was you know known for playing a lot of gangsters back in the 30s, and um, and uh, you know he had funny expressions or sayings. They they said some funny things back then. Like Sam, you can dish it out, but you are getting so you can't take it no more. And things like that. I'm a little, let's see, I'm a little man with a big gun, Shane. Mother I'm, of Mercy, is this the end of mother Rico? Mother of Mercy, is this the end of Rico? Um, anyway, uh, yeah, carrots can be very good. Actually. He, if, you can, if you're watching this video, by the way, Iro Robinson looked like this, you know. No, it was more like, Rico, Rico, Actually, interestingly enough, if you don't know the character of Chief Wiggum, in The Simpsons, Hank Azaria based his, that voice off of Edward G. Robinson's voice. It was kind o- of a, originally sort of a bastardized impression of, of uh, Edward G. Robinson. Ed, um, that's right, but, but I think it became a little bit more, um, maybe higher pitched a little. Uh, you know, more after, nasally, I would say. After a couple seasons, because I think he wanted to make him, I'm not sure what his reasoning was, but it seems like he wanted to make him seem more like a pig in a way. Well, we have been... Uh, sort of rewatching a lot of The Simpsons lately, seasons one through eight. Um, of course, it became a totally different show after season eight, um, especially after the middle of season nine, it really became a different show. Um, but those first eight seasons are vi- is one of my top five favorite shows of all time, seasons one through eight, just clarifying. Um, and you really see the characters and the voice actors really bring... Those voices into their own, starting around the end of the second season into the third season, you really hear them like. You know, there's some really I, find the the niche for. Those I used guys, to think like ha, the second half of season two to season eight were my favorite, but there's some really funny stuff in season one and the first half of season two. There's oh yeah, and I actually think the. Um, the animation in season one is really interesting they, they're very stretchy and kind of a lot more malleable, which is interesting. There's a, there's, um, and I think one of the first episodes of season two is very funny. It's where Homer, Homer's hair, he gets a new mane of hair. It's and very funny. It's a really funny, Harvey Firestein does a, there's an impression or sorry, does a voice, a voice on, it, on it and his character is really funny. Oh, it's very funny. And it's also kind of this interesting, almost like he's almost like his very godfather kind of a thing. Sure. Just, he's just, uh, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Your guardian angel. He's kind of like a guardian angel kind of a thing for right. him. Uh, I just wanted to um, check But even season one has got some great episodes like uh, Marge on the Fast Lane. I think that's what it's called where Marge takes bowling lessons from a guy named Jacques, who's voiced by Albert Brooks. Jacques is very funny. In fact, Albert Brooks, one of the best guest actors on The Simpsons, he, I think, so in the fifth season, he does a voice of a guy named Brad, Brad something. Brad, um, Brad Sherman, I think? Brad something like that. Yeah. He's like a motivational speaker. And apparently- Nikki, uh, just the heads up, when you like sitting like this, it looks like you're just trying to sit away from me. I appar- noticed that. Apparently- Albert Brooks improvised a lot of his lines on the spot for that and they just decided oh, to keep Oh, for it. that? No, I thought it was for the Scorpio, Hang Hank Scorpio, Scorpio. whip. Episode. No, it was for that. Um, and they just kept it in because he was just so funny, you know? They certainly did that with the Hank Scorpio one too and it's really funny. He's like, I think one of the improvised lines was... Oh, you're right. It was, yeah, the Hank Scorpio where he's like, you see, you got the hammer cut on fourth. You got, uh, what do you got? You got... Ha, ha, Ma- like you got Lu- Ma- Mag, you got Maggie's hammock. No, you it's got- like Lucy's. You got hammock Lucy's hammock. Like- she gets in the hammock with you. And he's like, ha just kidding around. But it's just his whole thing. And he's yeah. like, oh, he's like. In fact, they got a whole. Uh, they got a whole center for hammocks and then homer's like oh the hammock district and he's like that's it <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's uh and that was a season 8 episode and so there were some funny episodes in season 8 actually there were a lot of funny episodes in season no, 8 that's why we say season eight's included in well i that. was thinking about it but you it. do start to see um i will say in season 8 you do start to see um some hints of hints of what is to come that may i'm i'm not wasn't as big of a fan of but um, but there definitely was certain well, yeah, I great was, episodes like I that was one. I was trying to, th- I was thinking about how I would rank the seasons of The Simpsons recently, and I think I would ultimately this is how I would do it. I would go season four is the best one. Season four? I, huh? Up until recently, I said say, season five was, but I actually think season four and not I not feel- season three. No, definitely not season three. Why? What do you mean, no, definitely not season no, three? No, 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 no. Homer at Bat is one of my favorite episodes. Well, Maybe on, let, let me finish. Oh, oh is, is Last Texas Springfield, that's season four? Yeah, uh, Season four is the best. Well, is, and here's the that. thing is, Homer's Barbershop Quartet and Cape Fear and Homer Goes to College, I think Cape Fear is included in that, those were all part of the production for season four and they were leftover episodes that they just include in season five. So I kind of include those with season four because- um, after season four, Conan O'Brien got his own show, his own talk show. But he did write Homer Goes to College anyway, which was in, appeared in n- season five. Uh, oh, is that how it worked? No, yeah. no, that, you're not, not correct about that completely. It was dur- during the production of season, season five, actually, he got his show. No, no, that is, that is not it, right. It is, that is not right at all. That is not right. Yes, it is. No, it wasn't. That's not right. Why do you think that? It was at the end of season four, he got his own show. That's not true. He, he, he found out he got his own show. No. In May of, of 93, he found out he got his own show. 90, Trust me. 90, and 90, the, 90, the show started in, at, in September of that year. Trust me. I know what I'm talking about. Are you sure? 100%. Are you sure? Look, Homer goes to college. That's the last episode that Conan O'Brien had a writing credit on. That appeared. That was the third episode of the of the fifth season, and um, it was left over from the production of season four. So basically, Conan. I, but for some reason, it, I thought Conan O'Brien was on. He. I thought he has said he was there for two years. He was there for two years. No, he was there for one year. Then. No season four that's it what are you talking about he was there for season three a lot of season three no he was not yes he was dude no he wasn't i bet you hundred dollars he wasn't there for all of season three but he was there for a lot of season three maybe the second half of season three but none of his episodes were in season three so it doesn't matter He only, you know, he only had, I think, three episodes, well, four episodes that he had an actual writing, like his credit as a writer was on it, you know, as the head writer. That doesn't, whatever, that doesn't, I don't think you're right about this, actually. Max, I'm telling you I'm right, okay? I'm telling you I'm right. I'm going to look this up. Um, Anyway, so this is how I would rank my seasons. I would go season four is the best one, then season five, close second, close second place. Then I'd probably go season six. And then I would go season three. Then I go season seven, then season eight, then season two, then season one. And then the rest of them don't count because they're not a part of the show that I view as The Simpsons. Um, So what about you, Max? I know this is not on... This is not an episode on The Simpsons, really. I hope Max is paying attention to me. I mean, if you're watching the video, he's looking something up and it's like, you know, he's just leaving me here in the weeds, you know? I'm just talking to myself, I Even guess. Even you in the I weeds. I guess I could be like one of these guys that has their own podcast, Just they just rant. So there I'm gonna go. rant for That's a little right. bit. That's right, there you go, um, doing. So vegetables, you know, I, I don't understand these people. They just they say they don't like vegetables, and I'm like, have you even tried a vegetable? Have you tried vegetables? You know, when you're a kid. By the way, just you don't to, like just vegetables. To, just a comment. Season three includes a streetcar named Marge. That is so funny that episode. So, what are you trying to say? Yeah, season three is great. I know, I know it is. Um, when you're a kid, you say, "Why is it that kids don't like vegetables?" You know, I don't understand that. I th- is it because is it they look weird? Is it because they look like tree or like broccoli looks like trees? Well, anyway, so... I mean... What do you mean kids... Well, kids don't... They just want sugary treats. Right, but you certainly like salty things, right? Well... As it, a kid? I know, and vegetables are not salty. You're not going to eat... Certainly... If you're, you get cooked dinner, you know, the vegetables are not going to be, because they're not, they going to be raw. I are you do, telling me it's that? It's not just that. It's, I remember eating broccoli when I was younger and thinking, I don't like this. It doesn't taste good to me. Right. And then somewhere along the way, I grew to love it. But you asked me, what is my favorite? Okay, so I did say lettuce. Did you hear my rankings by the way? Of, of the Simpsons? Simpsons? yes. Seasons. Season four, then season five., yeah. then season three. No, six. yeah. Really? I don't agree with this at all. Then season three? Yeah, Incorrect. Well, maybe season three. Season three is so funny. Home at Bad is in that season. Look, Mr. Mister- I, I know, but Lisa. least is it Mr. Lisa goes to Washington or Miss Lisa goes to Washington? That's really funny. That's the first episode of the season. There's a lot of good. Stuff I know, in that but it just there's there's certain, and Marge. I mean, that's so funny. Look, there's like Jeff, also the ger, I, there's the one where the Germans take over the plant, and that's a really funny. I mean, where Jeff Martin, I think, is a really good writer. He's he he usually did the the ones that where there was a, a musical number involved, and just it's so funny him parroting this kind of a play that's adapted into a musical that you wouldn't think would be adapted into a musical and. He does it so well. It's so funny. I think he's, he's, it's really funny. That's a good Well, one. there's a lot of great episodes in season three. Don't get me wrong, but there's a lot of great episodes in season six. Um, so I would go season four, season five, maybe a tie between three and six, then seven, then eight, and then two, then one. Well, the thing is... I I I've been watching as Nikki has. um, I've been watching those episodes recently. It's not just the writing, by the way, guys. All right, the the animation. Interrupt what I say. Fine. I noticed that in season six, that well, five and six, but even in season six, a little bit more, there are even some hints of what's to come in that, in those episodes that I'm not quite sure I totally like on, on some of the things. Sure. You but know, you do. Of, s- of, 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 kind of the humor, I guess. You, do you it's see. Just small, very small. I mean, I love those seasons nevertheless, but. But, you know, there's, it's not just the writing that was really good at that point. It was, uh, the animation was really funny. They paid a lot of attention to Subtlety and nuance, and the characters moved in a more flamboyant way. Especially Homer, his eye, his eyes were more googly, which looked funnier. Well, they um, were just if more you look ex- at, they were more exp- not. It's not just that they were more flamboyant; they were just more expressive in their emotion. There were more nuance in their emotion. Right. If you there was at- actually more, they they ran the gamut of emotions. That's what makes right. them if, funnier. No, but is if you look at the episode, nuance is funny and things that sh- when we can see. Um,, uh, life projected back to us, you know, it, it, when we can see our when we can see life that we live and we can see that expressed or exhibited to us, wait, how am I trying to say this? Look, when, when something uh, is reflected, when our lives are reflected back to us in, and we can see the the minutiae and the, the details and the nuance of all that, it's funny to us because we can- You really see re- this- re- We relate to it, and yet there's- um, It's obvious it's a cartoon, but, I mean, real life is full of nuance okay, and emotions. Okay, okay, And it's not, you know- Well, this, this anyway. kind of animation is really exemplified in, in the last Exit to Springfield episode, which is probably maybe the best episode of The Simpsons. Most people, a lot of people a would say A lot of people that. think it's the best episode and of The Simpsons. There's a point where Abe Simpson and his group of old people are talking to Mr. Burns and written by Smithers. Jay Kogan and Wallace Wallace Waladarski or something like that. So Jay Kogan, Wally Waladarski or Waladarski. Waladarski. Yeah, they wrote last episode to Springfield. Wally or Wallace don't Anyway, Walodarsky just look at look at the animation of the scene between I was right. Abe, Abe Simpson name. and the old people talking to Mr. Burns and, and Smithers there's such nuances in that in that well, one scene. But, about not just that, but also they do a little parody on The of, Grinch. On The Grinch. And, and they really just... And they really just... The, the way, way they he, animate Mr. Burns, they really just focus on how it was it animated, how The Grinch Stole Christmas, the the cartoon that you, I'm sure you guys all saw growing but, up. But uh, there's... You know, even in season three, when Homer goes to... He fantasizes about going to a chocolate land. Just the way he moves is so... There's a lot of expression and excitement and and, and flamboyance and in the way he moves in it. You know? And and it's really funny. And but, it's really funny that he, there's all this chocolate in the world and he's biting it and eating it, the lamppost, the bunnies all made of chocolate. And then he goes in front of a store and he's like, Wow, chocolate, half price. <laughs> it's like, why does he need to go to a store to buy his, he's he's amazed by it being discounted half price, (laughs) and yet everything else is made of chocolate. It's just so ridiculous. Anyway, check out The Simpsons from back then. Certainly by season 10, especially, The Simpsons was not animated like that anymore. The animation was not as funny to look at, and that's part of the reason why The Simpsons was so good in the first eight seasons. Right. Um, Anyway, let's get back to Vegetables. Um, what's, so you would say- So I like carrots. I like carrots and uh, it's good. I love carrots. Sure. You, I like sauteed. putting lemon juice on carrots. It's lemon juice. Very good idea. But when it comes down to it- What a am I, kind of a thing. What am I going to eat with dinner? Look, if I didn't have any dietary limitations, sure. Baked potatoes. Love, po- oh, that's a good one right there. Potatoes. <laughs> I love potatoes. Yeah, but you know what? The thing about vegetables- baked hold on. Let me just get into a baked potato. No, I I was going to. The thing about vegetables though is usually you need to add something to it to make it good. So like a baked potato, you're not going to eat it without butter and salt and pepper, right? That's not true at all. You're going to eat it just by itself. Sometimes I do. No. Yes, I do. I don't believe it. You better believe it. You better believe it. I don't believe that is true. That you know, is so true. Why it's unbelievable. Is why is it with a baked potato? It's like, Usually it's cut in half, and you need to dig it out. But like we eat the skins on french fries, right? So why why don't we eat them on the baked potato? You can. You can, but people don't. Sometimes they do. I I do. Well, Sometimes. But anyway, um, oh, but by you, the way, we, Edinburgh, they are known for baked potatoes, aren't they? Well, they're They're, they're stuffed they're, Baked potatoes. Edinburgh is known for actually just or or potatoes, ha- haggis, neeps and tatties. Is that what it is? Tatties would be the potatoes, right? I guess so. Um, but anyway, um, I was gonna say that baked potato. You put some melted butter in there. I just said that. No, but yeah, put some melted butter, mm-hmm. some pepper, some poivre, some du sel, salt. It's very good. It brings me back to childhood. I love that. Or sometimes people might put a, um, you know, um, sour cream in there or something like that. Now, what or about you can put the- some cheese. What about this? I don't know if this is a vegetable or a grain. Cause I, I'm, you know, I don't know. Corn, corn on the cob. Uh, corn is a vegetable. Is it? Is it not a grain? Well, actually, our corn. Well, I, I, I guess mean, corn is a vegetable, right? It's got to be a vegetable. We're going to maybe have to cut I this do dog. love corn on the cob. All right, we just took a little bit of a brief moment just to look up corn and whether or not it was, it was actually a, ve- a, a vegetable, vegetable or a grain. Here's what it is it's, a vegetable, it's a vegetable, a, vegetable, a, a grain, grain, and a, a fruit. fruit. So because vegetables is one of those wild childs, you know? They yeah. like to be a part of all the groups, corn, you know? I love corn on the cob. Sure, you put some butter, salt and pepper on that. Well, you can just eat it, with no, nothing on it actually, because if it's got the sweetness to it, mm, delicious. I'm very hungry right now, so I'm actually talking about this food is making me even hungrier. But again, another one of those foods I can't eat right now. By the way, hold on, let's talk about this. You know what else is, wait, you know what else is a good vegetable? What onion? I don't believe that's a vegetable. Is that true? I, I don't know anymore. I don't know. Is it a fruit? I don't know. No, I, I don't know no, anymore. No, no. That's oh, actually, I don't know if onions are a vegetable. I'm going to say that right now. I don't. I got to look this up, Nikki. I got to look it up. I because you know everybody knows tomatoes are fruits and um, because they have seeds. It, onions and garlic they're alliums they I don't think no, they're ve- onion is a vegetable. Oh, I guess an onion is a vegetable. Uh, boy, now I feel like uh, why did I even need to look that up? Well, because we're confused, you know. We had to look up corn, which is all three of them, you know. Because tomatoes okay, this is how you know basically. If it has seeds, it's a fruit. No, that's I actually guess. not how it, it is. The usually the way the why, why corn was considered all three was um, corn, the the leafy part of the plant is usually considered part of the vegetable, I guess, and the the thing that's growing from it, or maybe that's not a correct way to think. Um, yeah, seeds. That's a, how I always thought of a fruit is if it has seeds. Well, anyway, onions. I do love onions, but I found by out the way, recently... onions, the reason also is onions grow in in the ground. Right, that's part of the root of it. Well.
1: Where, how where does how does onions? a
0: potato just grow out of the ground? I don't it get that. It doesn't. It's growing. It's part. It's the root of it. It's the leaves are growing out of it. So where's the potato? Inside, right? I, I don't know. You know, we clearly don't know quite enough about this topic. No, onions, we, onions certainly grow in the ground. Anyway, I do like onions, but I found out recently, fairly recently that I'm slightly allergic to onions. No, I love onions, but, but you I've know not eating onions because they recently, because they do make your breath smell no, bad. No, it's not just that. Alliums in general, they don't just make your breath smell bad, they make you smell bad. And I don't like that. That's they, right, it, it, it seeps, it, through, it your seeps through your pores, your body odor. You don't smell good after eating alliums. It's not just your breath, okay? I hate to break it to you folks, but if you're, if you're okay with smelling bad, not just your breath, but your whole body, then go ahead, eat those alliums, eat the garlic and the onions. So but I'm just saying that that's the is case. Garlic is an allium, but allium is the genus for onions. So they're all related. That's why garlic is related to onions in that sense. And you want me to cut out things? No, duh, that they are all a part of the allium family. No, but what I'm saying is the allium genus, you're not even getting it. It's the genus, not the family. The allium genus is the onion genus. Okay. Anyway, also shallots go in there. I do like, see, here's the thing is, I like cooking with those things, but I made a decision that I do not want to smell bad. And these things make you smell bad, okay? Understand that. Yeah, I, I don't know why I'm even second-guessing myself. These things grow in the ground. What does it mean to say they grow in the ground? I, I don't understand that. Aren't aren't you getting it off of some kind of stock? No, it's growing in the ground. You understand? So you're saying... You pull it out. You pull it out. It's like the root of it, basically. okay. Well, they are, hence the name root vegetables, right? That's right. Oh, time out. Are we getting confused? Those are what root vegetables are. And are there... Time out. Here we go. Um, Beets. I love beets. Beets. I love beets. Uh, Beets are very good. Mm, You know, and I'm not just talking about the band from Doug who sang songs such as, uh, I, I need, need more allowance, yodel lay he who, Why? Because I do. Yittle, lay, he, yittle, lay, he, and then also, he, he. killer tofu, To-foo. oh we oh killer tofu. They had some funny, catchy songs on, Doug. Uh, the beats were kind of supposed to be sort of like the Beatles in a way, but sort of a more modern version of that. Um, but we're talking about the vegetable beets, and I love having some cooked beets with, with goat cheese. That is a great combination. I don't care who you are or who you're talking to. That's a great combination. If a restaurant has that, I will order that. Beets, they'll make your pea turn uh, a darker shade, I will say. A darker shade of winter? Uh, a darker shade of pale. What is right. the, how does this? what's the song? Whiter Shade of Pale. Right. Or I, I was saying A Hazy Shade of Winter, right? That's the other one. Is it Procom Haro? Is that their name? Something like, yeah, something like that. Um, uh, anyway, yeah, beets are very good. I love them. Um, in fact, at one point I was drinking beet juice. It's not very good. I I, I couldn't do it. No. Procol Harum is what it is. It? Um If you're watching this video right now, if you see Max bending down a lot, it's because he keeps looking things up. Um, You know, just stick to your guns, you know? Just we'll we'll preface by saying, look, we're talking about the main subject is vegetables. And so sometimes you get things wrong. We don't, we're not experts on vegetables, you know? But we are experts on what we like. Um, Let's see. Oh, what about asparagus? Asparagus is good. It's not my favorite no, by it's any means. Not my favorite, but I do like a good asparagus. Oh well, I'll time out. What about artichokes? I love artichokes. Those are good. Wait, artichokes? Yeah, artichoke hearts. I'm sorry, artichoke hearts. You just bite into one of those. Yeah. Those can be very juicy and succulent. Well, artichoke hearts can be very good. Um, yeah, those I do love good. those. What about a, an artichoke dip? That's good. It's, a, it's usually, they call it artichoke dip, but there's like a lot of other ingredients in there. You know, it's like, what is this, a cheese dip almost, you know? Well, anyway, um, asparagus can be very good. I don't know what you're talking about, but it can make your pee smell, you so talking? watch like out. I said, it, it, is, it can be good. Um, um, but broccoli, it's one of the healthiest vegetables, and it's also, I think, the best one. You think broccoli's the best one? Well, unless we're ta- bringing lettuce into the the game, because I don't consider lettuce the same kind of thing as other vegetables. Well, you I know, mean, it's, it's just not; not- it, it's they're just leaves. You know. Well, isn't that? Of uh, you know, isn't that what that is? You know, I, I don't know. I, I usually think that vegetables have to have some sort of, no matter how small it is, that the there's a little bit of carbohydrate count in it, and I feel like it, it's called, the technical term would be called a leaf vegetable. Well, I do love butter lettuce. And, but I, you know, salads are great. And that's probably my go maybe I'll say my favorite, okay, I will, um, I'll revise my statement, earlier statement. Salads are my favorite, ve- I mean, I know, or lettuce is my favorite vegetable, What I about guess. Turnips. What about them? You get some sliced, um, radishes. Radishes. Yes. What what are you talking about? No, those are definitely not even close to my favorite. No, but get a salad. You get some, you get a little bit of radish in there. You get a little bit of, um, you put some, some some, um, uh, matchstick uh, carrots in there or or even, you know, maybe, uh, or, or shredded carrots in there. You get some, you know, I know this is a fruit, but you add maybe some cucumber in there, and I don't. I I can't eat cucumbers. I don't. I'm not talking about what you can eat. I'm talking about what I like. Uh, it, it's not even that. I'm not a big fan of cucumbers. I love cucumbers. But but I do. Why love cucumbers? Can I just say why love cucumbers? But I do like pickles. What? See, why do you always? You don't ever let me. You don't ever let me. Because I just wanted to say that. Let me just say. You know why I love cucumbers? Why? Because I'm cool as a cuke. I mean, right. you're cool as a cucumber? I don't think so. Um, now, here's the thing. Something I really like, and it comes from the cabbage family. It's, well, it's why first- would you say I don't think so? What? Why would you say that? What? I'm not as cool as a cuke. Because you're saying something like that. <laughs> why? No, people don't say that. Yeah, Cool they as do. a cuke. In that song, I'm hip, they say that. More like, cool as a cuckoo, cuckoo. Okay, you might want to cut that one out. Um, but something related to pickles, sauerkraut. Now, sauerkraut is fermented cabbage and I love sauerkraut. I don't and like it. And it. also, it's... Or, no, I kind of like it. It's very good for you. It's chock full of natural probiotics. One One of the biggest sources of probiotic you could find now probiotics it's debatable whether or not those are actually good for you I suppose coming in, in a natural form they should, bad for they you, should be right? good for you but again another one of those things I can't have I'll, I'll react in a weird way right now to it so um, one of the best meals I had in Europe when I first traveled there was in Prague of all places I had this roasted duck mm-hmm with some Me red, too. I had that when I went to Prague. With I some, went before him. With, there was potatoes. No, there were potato dumplings. Potato dumplings, even better. There was um, red, red and, and white, white cabbage. Cabbage, but there were. I think they were they were fermented, so I think it was sauerkraut. Actually, uh, are you sure? I don't think so. I think so. It was very good. Cabbage, also radicchio, very good too. By the way, that's radicchio. Not, you might hear a a no, sort of a post nasal drip kind of sound coming in the background. That's our sink. That's our sink. I don't know why it's making that noise, but it Um, has done that since we moved in. Sure, there's we could just go through it. The I guess the main point is vegetables can be very good, food can be very good. That's what it comes down to. What I'm trying to say is people are very closed minded they're not willing to try th- they're not willing to try things who who's closed-minded
1: who I know people about?
0: they like what they like and they don't eat what they don't like okay that made sense um, that people are close-minded I'm like hey I'll try anything at least once unless it's something gross and icky ew. well um, that's not you, you won't try anything just once. no that's what, it's what I'm saying not true um, But I used to be closed minded too. I used to say, I used to not like sushi. Now, sushi is one of my favorite foods of all time, you know? So, what's that about? It just means you were closed minded in the past. Exactly. I used to be closed minded. I urge you who are closed minded to different foods to open your mind and you'll discover a world of foods you've never really understood you could appreciate in the past, including. Vegetables, lots and lots of vegetables. Sushi, I think, is very good. Um, now, something I could never you know get behind I, was dried seaweed. I, I was going to say that myself, Nicky. Couldn't get behind it. I, My I like the seaweed uh, when it's wrapping around the sushi roll. Roll, maki rolls, I guess. But I do not like dry seaweed. My brother, older brother, and sister would love getting it when they were younger. And I was just like, this is disgusting. I do now, not like Now, is it at that any. considered a vegetable, seaweed? It comes from the sea. It's a weed of the sea? I guess so. Um, but I will say this. Nothing beats broccoli, probably. Although, man, the beets can be really good. I mean, there's just so much out there. You know, let you get those cubed beets in a restaurant, a nice restaurant, and you get some of the no. You get those the beets. sliced beets. No, no, cubed. beets. No, sliced. Cubed. No, sliced. Cubed. Slice. We're talking about burrata. I mean, uh, uh, is that, no, what's the place it's not called? Burrata. Bre- it was called Beretta. 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 No, they had not these- sliced. It was cubed. No, it was sliced. It Wasn't it was, a cubed? It was not cubed. It was sliced beets. Slices of goat cheese in it. It was, mm, get no, bad. But there was like a there was juice. The juices from you got to get the juices. You got to get the juice. If you're gonna get beets, you, you got to get, get the, the juices. juices. <laughs> um, um. Anyway. So what else is? Is there anything we got to say about vegetables? Well, um, uh, let's see. Was there anything we're missing here? Um, you know what I don't like having to do though. Even though people like getting their vegetables fresh, um, uh, their 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 stocks of lettuce le- fresh. Me getting those stocks, it takes a long time, and I have to tear it apart. Hold on, time you know, out. Wash it. I like getting it in a bag. I, I don't care. I don't mind getting it in a bag. You know, the time out. I will know, say pre-washed. this: during the quarantine, there was a time where I was getting the romaine lettuce stock, the hearts, romaine hearts. Yeah, and I realized eventually that. I took out, this was in a bag, and I got took the romaine h- hearts out, and I was going to cut them up, and there were a bunch of little tiny bugs on them. You, <laughs> it was gross, and they they were so small they were falling on our table. I was like, oh my god! Uh, oh, I it, I was just like, I do not like this at all. Ever since then, I made sure I'm only buying lettuce that is in a bag that's triple washed, uh, or you know, it might be in a container, and it, it's. Washed, but you might need to wash it again. Well, that's not true. i my when we go to our sister's place uh, and we're preparing dinner. You know, we'll be she'll get the the stocks or the the hearts and look. I don't know, and, and, and we'll we'll wash that, and it's all fine. You just gotta look. You gotta. But walk, I don't see whichever. what the problem is with getting the bagged stuff. Neither do I, Nikki. Neither do I. They do the work for you. I mean, they gosh. do the work for you. And it's not like it's better the other way. I don't find it to be better. There you have I it. don't get it. Now they don't bag every kind of lettuce. I mean, there are the red leaf lettuces, although I think that you can get that in like a container, I think. I think I saw that the other day. Um, but yeah, salads are definitely a go-to meal for me. And that's a good thing. Salads are very good, especially you. you maybe you get a little meat, you chop that up, put that in the lettuce. Here's what I do for a dressing, though, is all I do, you can do this at home, very easy, just some olive oil or sesame oil is what I've been doing lately, and just some salt, and that's your dressing. That's it. That's all you need. Well, you know what I've been doing lately? I've not even putting any dressing on. What I've been doing is I've been kind of just... Using the, I'd have like maybe a, a pork chop pork chop, or, you know, some chicken. I will wrap the chicken in the lettuce and have a sort of a lettuce wrap kind That's of thing. That's a bit messy if you ask me. It's not actually. Th- or if, if, or you, if you want a true salad, you cut up the chicken and throw it into the ch- I salad. I wasn't saying I was going to have a true salad. Or what I'll do is I'll just snack on the lettuce. Just eat the lettuce. Have the chicken, then eat the lettuce snack on that, it. That's, uh, I don't mind it. I like it. Nothing on it. Is that what you would prefer, though? You know, um... I, I don't th- think so. I don't think th- it... You know, sometimes having too much oil, that does give me some digestive problems, I feel. Wouldn't you Wouldn't you agree with that? No, I wouldn't. You I wouldn't w- agree with that? I would not agree too with that. Too much oil doesn't give you digestive problems. Too much uh, oil that's in a salmon, like a fish oil, yes. Oh, we were having salmon a lot during the quarantine... And I started to get a little nauseous. Nauseous. Um, but maybe I read up on I love that I, salmon. Though, I, I read say. up on it. Apparently, having too much fish oil can cause nausea. Uh, I, I do love salmon, though. It, it is quite good. But we're not um, talking about salmon right now. We were talking maybe about maybe we vegetables. should do an episode about our favorite meats. I guess so. But we uh-huh. just go through every single meat there is. I mean, that, Whoa, we got to talk about steak. What kind of conversation is that? <laughs> We've already done that before. Actually, we talked about steak with Laura that episode. Steak. I love steak. You know what, guys? I'm gonna make steak tomorrow. What I'm gonna do right now is I'm gonna, after we finish this recording, I'm gonna sit down and have myself some dinner. hmm A nice chicken salad with uh, butter lettuce. I'm not gonna have a chicken salad. I'm just gonna have maybe some chicken and then maybe wrap the chicken with some lettuce. Now, here's one last tidbit. A burger. Would you put lettuce on a burger? Usually, I would... Well, it depends on the type of burger. If it's a gourmet burger, no. N-O spells uh, no. Unless the chef desired that. Unless the chef was like, I want maybe a... um, Okay. Asparagus or a... Asparagus, by the way. I forgot about asparagus. Um... Put asparagus or maybe a spinach, like a maybe a thin leaf that doesn't. You're about you did say asparagus earlier. I didn't say that. You, you oh, meant I did, or, you meant I did arugula. You arugula. Mean arugula. Arugula. I'm sorry. That's what I meant. I meant arugula. Maybe if it was like a arugula or a or a spinach or something like that that doesn't overburden or over. It's not overbearing on the no, burger. No, I disagree. I disagree. I, I agree. I, I agree. I, I don't think it needs it. And no, if it, I'm I'm know, the I'm I'm the chef. If, I am the chef in no, this situation. If the situation was saying, this is what I want as part of the burger, then I will take the chef's suggestion. Gourmet burgers, I Maybe you should get one of those things, those devices that people have that cause them to sit up straight. Maybe I should get one. Gourmet burgers, I don't think they should have lettuce on them. Now, like a a more fast food type of burger or like good food fast, like an in and out burger, a cheaper burger. Yeah, lettuce on it for sure. And you know what? It's good that way. You know, because it makes it kind of crunchy and it mixes with the juices. But that they, they usually put iceberg lettuce with that. And that's the kind of lettuce I want. I don't want arugula on my burger. I'm sorry. That's just, you get soggy. I don't think there's a point. Incorrectamundo. Incorrectamundo. Oh, mundo. Incorrectamundo. Incorrectamundo. I don't agree. If the chef demands it, I will do what the chef wants. It's not about what the chef wants. It's about what you prefer. That's not true. If the chef was like... I'm making this creation, and if the chef was like, this is how I suggest you do it, I will say, yes, I will do it. No, that's not the point. I will do it. I'm not going to go against what the chef wants, but I'm going to say, oh, what do I prefer? What do I prefer? I'm not telling the waiter what I prefer. I'm just saying in my head, what do I prefer? I prefer there not to be arugula on there. That's what I'm trying to say. What I'm trying to say is usually I would agree that (laughs) lettuce— doesn't belong on a burger if it's a gourmet burger. Usually. But I have had burgers that are gourmet that have had lettuce on them that it does go well. Would you consider yourself a gourmand? Not necessarily. I don't know. I haven't tasted enough things to... No, a gourmand usually is somebody that uh, would only eat gourmet kind of stuff. That that has um, uh, 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 pretentious tastes for food. Right. Uh, I don't think so. I, I don't think, think that's so. true. I think so. I think it's more like just a food connoisseur or a um, restaurant connoisseur kind of I guy. wouldn't consider myself to be one because I don't think I've had enough of what's out there. But I will say this. I do love eating. I love food and I love vegetables. I will let me just say one oh thing. Oh man, that would have you know, been great to like on, that. On a like um, you know, like a fast food burger or you know like an In-N-Out burger or something like that. I do like lettuce, and but that's the thing. What about a gourmet burger that used the crunchiness and it paired well with the patty? Huh? How about that? Look, I made one of the best burgers I ever had before a couple of years ago at home in Los Angeles. You and Brent had uh, it too. And that was just, here's what it was. It was just meat, sourdough bread, butter, Lots of it, and mustard. Inside. Yellow mustard, people. Inside of the- Not, you know, Dijon, you know? What are you talking about Dijon? Dijon's good. Not on a burger. I'm sorry. I ain't putting that on my burger. I'm just saying- Yellow mustard no, is the way. I'm saying yellow mustard, yes, I agree. But Dijon can be good. For like a, a roast beef sandwich or something like that, yeah. Ooh, what or about a pastrami a, a sandwich. Pastrami, mm, I love- Actually, but you know what? To be honest, I probably would prefer yellow mustard, actually. Yes, exactly. I, look, yellow mustard is is great. And that's the bottom line because Nikki <laughs> said so. <laughs> and that's the bottom line- Cause kind of Stone Cold, man, what a uh, charismatic performer, you know? Sure. Same with Dwayne Johnson. Uh, Dwayne, uh, uh, that's the problem with the WWE these days. I don't think they have no charismatic, charismatic performers, performers like is... those guys. But uh, to be honest, I haven't watched the WWF or WWE, whatever you call Hello. it. I haven't watched it in many, you know, many years. Are calling the WWE, w, WWE, the WWE, but to me, it's always the it's always been the WWF. I, I mean, when I watched it, was WWF. And I, I just, uh, after that, I just didn't watch it anymore, I think. Yeah, I feel like it, look, me and my friend, Jeff, we watched WrestleMania, whatever the one, 30, 30 it can't, that, the one that was in 2014. And it was hyped up, such big hype. And we sat through the whole thing and we afterwards were like, well, that was really boring, wasn't it? You know? I mean, it was so boring. And then our friend Colin came out of his room, and he's like, oh, my God, that was so exciting, right, guys? And we're like, okay, not really. Uh And I don't know if it's because we're older and we're watching it and we're realizing it's not that impressive, but I think there's something to it that I think the WWF really hit its stride in the late 90s, and it was... Well, it was the Attitude Era. It was almost like anything anything went, you know. Uh, Of course, there... For kids to be watching that, though, it is kind of a bad influence. I we mean, stayed up late it, sometimes it, it, to watch it, or we snuck out of our rooms to watch it, you know, or we, we had a, at that point in we time, we did had to have, have a, a bed uh, a time. bedtime, yeah, and um, our mom would catch us sneaking out of her room, and she would yell at us and tell us to go back to our beds, but Which, at a certain point when we got into seventh grade, when schoolwork started getting in the way, she realized, well, they got to stay up to finish this, and she start. She didn't impose a, a, a bedtime well, on us anymore. I think anymore it was in sixth grade. Point. It might have been the seventh when I was up trying to finish work, and my mom was yelling at me that I was up late. And I, yeah, it must have been sh- shortly after that. She just did the imposition of a, of a, a bedtime was but not it, there. It, well, we talked about this a bit more in our high school episode, episode on high school and how. The hours for students are just all whacked, and the the amount of homework you're given, even at an age a middle school age, is well, too and much. I will say, and it- if 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 schoolwork is causing students to stay up later than they should be, there's a problem with that. Okay, there but you can check two- out you can check that out in our other episode. That's right. You should get, yeah, or a two part episode. Two part on episode. high school. Um, no, it, but we didn't talk about junior high school. Yeah, but. Or middle so, school. Well, maybe we'll talk about middle school. What about day. elementary school? Should we talk about that? Elementary school. Wait, but there was when un- times seemed to move slower. But yeah, boy, I can't believe it's been 10 years but since 10 Let's wrap this year- up. Let's wrap this up because this is, this is going to be a lot for me to edit, you know? All right. I'm just going to say on this final note, I can't believe it's been 10 years since 10 years ago <laughs> because I was thinking about it today and I just thought, boy, I came back from. Really, this is being what you abroad. want on the podcast right now? 10 years ago, and I just think, man, where has the time gone? Boy, oh boy. Anyway. Um, Vegetables, they're great, gotta love them. Broccoli, my favorite, but also like lettuce for salads, it's also my favorite. And my favorite uh, salads, I love salads. Sure. And I love broccoli, and and cauliflower, and beets, I just i i love I, I love when vegetables are made well. Actually, you know what? I don't know if I have had, have a necessarily a favorite vegetable. I just have when vegetables are made and, and they're done well and or they're cooked well and they're done and they they are paired well with foods. Then and and whoever is making it, you know, that's when it's the best. I forgot to mention one thing: what? squash and you know, zucchini squash and zucchini squash is not uh, squash is a fruit right because ve- pumpkin is a fruit right yeah okay never mind i didn't i didn't forget it anyway um thank you for tuning into another edition of splitting hairs with max and nikki Wait, what's that a way to end it though did you want to end on a certain note and vegetables are just great thank you for so tuning in so get your join- daily dose of vegetables and fruit and you'll be in tip-top shape. That's not always true, like me right now. I can't eat most of those things. And I, if I do, I will be in severe shape. I then won't be would, in, in be good shape. You will be in, um, uh, let's see, what's the opposite of tip? It doesn't matter. Um, let's just say for most of you, eat your vegetables, eat your fruit and just live a good life and get your protein. You need some protein. That's energy right there for you. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of Splitting Hairs with Max and Nikki. Tune in next time. Once again, if you like what you heard or saw today on our special edition of Splitting Hairs with Max and Nikki and like to view or listen to more content from us please visit our patreon page patreon.com splittinghairs splitting hairs and become an exclusive member today